Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. another episode of musicals taught me everything i know it's the show where we talk about musicals and the lessons that we learned from them we love musicals and we love you our listeners and i would love to say hi julie hi miranda hi kb hi miranda and i am miranda selwood um, we are your hosts this evening and our special guest is chancellor <laughs> I guess do I do I do my last name? I don't know. Anderson, Chancellor Anderson, it's me. Hello. Hello. It was Chancellor with a question mark. Is <laughs> that my, you my, can my pick last... a new one if you want, but uh, <laughs> uh, I've gotten used to this one, so I'll I'll leave with it. You'll keep it. it. Yeah. All right. Um, we have heard from you before. What show did you bring us last time? I brought Silence. Yeah. The musical <gasps> with it has an exclamation mark, yeah, guys. That's why we have to say it that like, way. Oklahoma. Yeah. Was right. I not here for that? No, you were not. Oh, I, thank yeah. goodness. <laughs> I was also not here. for I was that. like, yeah. I'm just. Completely forgotten. We spent a lot of that episode trying to work out how to say the title. That is true. Silence. Silence. Okay, Uh, but we're not talking about silence today. We're We're talking about sound today. Um, Sound. 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 The musical. The musical. (laughs) No exclamation mark. Oh, sorry. Question mark. Sound. Perfectly sound. No, just sound. What about comma? Sound and. Sound. Period. Sound. Yes. Um, Well, we'll get to that in a minute. Though, because uh, Julie and I missed it last time, we're going to do the quiz again, if that's okay with you. That is okay Also, just because I haven't had a chance to sing the song in a long time, so I'm going to sing it for you. Are you ready? (laughs) You you know what? Last time we did it, there was no song. Well, it was like I didn't sing it. I left it to Zane. Zane refused. So Wow. (laughs) Refused. That's fine. You can listen to it on the silence. This one's for you, Chancellor. Getting to know you. Getting to know all about you. Did you like it? I did. This is already I'm so much better I'm going to put it out there and say that's the episode. best. I was about <laughs> to say, I like that version. It's so like, like a little swingy. swingy. Yeah. I will take that yeah. version any day. I okay. appreciate that I was the special one who got this yeah. swinging version. Just for you. Just that's for, for coming you. to the live show. That's what you get. Oh, yes. Yeah. Thank cool. you so much for the support there, Did man. you enjoy the live show? I did. Uh, I'm disappointed there's no one dressed up as World, War of the Worlds characters today. I oh. am. I I'm dressed oh. as a tripod right now. <laughs> I just am an Me too. So, <laughs> that's what's happening. I am all brains. That's what I'm dressed as. Um, no, but if you... 
That's it's an alien reference. Yeah, oh, yeah, stop yeah, yeah, laughing yeah, yeah. at me! We're not laughing at you. We got to do the just, quiz. Guys. It was just I wasn't expecting it. It's a laugh out of unexpectedness. <laughs> Mine's dirty. I've turned it dirty. <laughs> <laughs> but let's get back to the quiz because you sang the, the song quiz. and there were no questions. Here we go. Here we go. Yet. Yes. Here we go now. Question number one: Which musical character would other people compare you to? Oh golly! See, I I feel like last time I probably said Leo Bloom. Just because of like mm. my nervous energy. Yeah, I'm the, feeling it. Yeah, I, mm. I, I, I always wanted to. Pl- oh, well, I'll leave that for the next two questions time. Yeah, yeah, calm but down. But yeah, I feel, I feel Leo Bloom. Uh, You're still in that area. Yeah, I, I think okay. I haven't changed. Can I, I, can I put a weird one out there for you? Do it. Go crazy. <laughs> yes, it is really weird. Yeah, do Go it. I'm feeling a Mr. Mistopheles. What? Yeah. Why? Justify. I don't know. Is it because you've just seen cats and now that's all I you can see? I haven't just seen cats. That was like five weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> that's closer than you've ever seen, like, seen it before now. Look, I feel as- like you'd be the kind of guy that might try some sleight of hand magic. <laughs> so a magician. Take that so as you will. <laughs> she sees you as a magician. Look, Cat. you're not wrong. No, I don't see him as a magician. A magician is someone who would someone try. Someone who would try. <laughs> Julie. Look, you're not wrong. I think just the fact that he's turned up today wearing a top hat and a bow tie has confused you. Yeah. This is just my general attire. <laughs> Which musical character would you like other people to compare you to? Who are you on the inside that you would like people to... Once again, I can't remember what I said last time, but you I don't feel need to like remember. you're a I, new man I here am today. A new man. It's been like what six, seven months. It's been or a something? while. It's been a long it's time. Come on, people change. Um, yeah. I feel like I've always wanted to be compared to Link from Hairspray, if just because. Yes. Oh, I want to be Zac Efron too, guys. Who I was not want to be Zac Efron. Thank you for joining the team. <laughs> <laughs> Although when you said Link, I did. Think of Zelda? Yes, yeah. me too. Like, <laughs> it's not a musical chapter. Oh, you guys don't oh, know about yet. Zelda the musical? Zelda the musical. Probably Zelda is one, musical. you know. Oh, well, I know that Brentel Floss, a YouTuber, did a, like three or four different songs. Oh. Well, it has music in it. Isn't there like yeah. a magic flute? Uh, no, it, harp? Ocarina. It's, I mean, it definitely Ocarina, is sorry. something a, called the magic flute. flute. Okay, good. All right. Uh, what's your dream role? Dream role is once again Leo Bloom. Oh, I think I once remember. again, Lincoln Zelda. Yeah, Link. <laughs> well, actually, no, to be fair. Lincoln Zelda the musical. I would prefer to be Link, but I've always seen myself as Leo, so I'm like, oh, you know what? I want okay. to do Leo. All right, fair enough. It's a great role. Um, you get to carry a little tiny towel around the whole time. It's great. Oh, yeah, um, that's my dream. That's <laughs> the dream. To just have a towel. What is your favourite sometime show? I'm going to say probably Sweeney Todd because it's the only one that's coming to mind at the moment. Go on, Miranda. What's your go-to shower song? Um, This one didn't have to be a musical. No, it it does not. Well, right now I'm really feeling rules from the quiz. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) because I know it was probably definitely a Megan Trainer song. Right now I'm feeling. Oh, sorry, she's a Megan. Megan Trainer. Oh, she's you're a Megan. um, bass. She's a, yeah, and yeah. She's all about that bass. All about that boot. Yeah. Uh, okay. Whereas I'm all about no at the moment. No. Yes. No. No. Her no. song no. Which is all caps for some reason. I've never understood why. K N O W. Oh no. N O. No. Is that a Megan Trainor song? It sure is. I'm. So you just really into Megan Trainor is what you're telling us? Only in the shower. I am not ashamed to admit. We're going How did you know? weird places super quick tonight. <laughs> mm. Let's 
go one more weird place, shall <laughs> let's we? Let's do it. Let's you do it. You have to delete a musical from existence. Which weird one is it? Well, I, I remember I definitely deleted Xanadu last time. You did? Good one. Well, it's already gone, so you get yeah, to pick so another one. I can't one. delete that. Oh, no, I haven't thought past Xanadu because it's okay, one that why I Your you? second least favourite musical. And it can't be it Cats. Is. I mean, yep, Barry. Because oh, you've now been cast in it. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Uh, it's the only role I've got. Look, um, I feel like... Magic. Oh, you know what? Grease two. I know it's. I know it's not a stage it's show. Not a stage show. Reproduction is going <laughs> to offend some of our fans. No, <laughs> no not, to be but fair, not us. I'm pretty sure I was one of the ones at the live event. Yeah. who was like, "Where's Grease two? <laughs> but that's purely ironic. Um, yeah. Well, we couldn't talk about it because we knew that in the future you would delete it and yeah, then exactly. yeah. it and also never then have existed. Our second live show, Grease two, would not have any purpose <laughs> to it. <laughs> Um, our second live show is actually coming up quite soon. Mm-hmm. Very um, soon. It will be an interesting one. You might be interested in coming to this one. Oh, my gosh. This is is it Grease 2? Dressed as the magical Mr. Mistopheles. Oh. Because we are going to do a, a brief special mm-hmm. episode yeah. following our private exclusive screening of Cats. Yes. Here I was thinking you'd never do Cats. No, but now there's a we've, movie. We have we done, done Cats. Oh, you've done Cats? Yes. Unfortunately, we have. But if also, you are, I'm sorry, if guys. you are a patron or would like to become a patron, you can access the the episode we did on, on Cats. cats. Uh, but no, we're going to have a an exclusive screening. Yeah, like this screening. screening. Opening night mm-hmm. of Cats when it opens on the 26th of December. So put that right under yeah. Boxing Day on your calendar. You can join we'll us. We'll be there at the Cats opening. <laughs> <laughs> Come see I'm our so pussy. glad you did. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you can like cut it because that out. <laughs> pause, 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 pause. Yeah, you, did, you didn't wink audibly. <laughs> We knew what you were saying, but they didn't. Did you hear what she said? Oh, I heard what she said. <laughs> um, oh, we're going to cut that out. <laughs> we are definitely not. Rolling through. <laughs> it's up to producer Zane, guys. Now an explicit <laughs> episode. Um, um, as if it wasn't already going This will to be me. the last episode I'll be hosting for a long time. <laughs> But, but people can done. join us for the screening. Yes, you can. You yeah. can buy tickets to the screening. Um, check out the show notes. I'm sure there'll be links everywhere. Um, so you can join us. They'll you'll have champagne and and popcorn that you can either eat or throw at the screen. Um, but we if you but we'll don't do that because do throw at the screen. You will have nope. to go pick it up because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't cleaning that up for you. Um, cool. And then we'll do a a, a brief review. Reaction, reaction yeah. episode. <laughs> with Which will just be this. <laughs> it might be the best thing we've ever seen, or the CGA might be so terrifying no one will be there at the end. We'll find out. <laughs> I mean, judging from the trailers, that seems to be the case. They might the, fix it. The dancing yeah, they fixed... looks nice. They fi- <laughs> <laughs> if nice. I have to find something to compliment it on, <laughs> nice. the dancing, dancing looks nice. You know what? The, the wide shots where you don't see the faces, but you see the silhouettes of the cat, I'm like, that looks interesting. If Jason well, Derulo doesn't go, Jason Derulo in the middle of this, I'm uh, going to be sorely I'm walking okay. out if he does Speaking of uh, CGI and interesting, and um, it, let's talk about the War of the Worlds, yes. shall we? Hello. We are here to talk about the end of days as we know it. I mean, oh, hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. Uh, that's my Martian voice. Is it? 
That's yeah. offensive. I would have assumed it was more oola than anything. Oola. Now That's you have to do oola in that in that Russian sounding well, no, thing. I did. I just, oh, that oh. did not tell. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so Chelsea, you've brought us the War of the Worlds. This, the full title of this show is actually um, somebody, somebody's Jeff, Jeff, Wayne. Wayne's, Jeff Wayne's musical version, version of, of the War, War of, of the Worlds. Worlds. Yeah. Yes, tell us I have. about Jeff Wayne's the musical version of War of the Worlds. Well, personally, I didn't look up any actual history of it. I just have my personal history. Can with you it. tell us what the storyline is? Nah, uh, I want to hear this. <laughs> Have you read War of the Worlds? It's that. Uh, yeah, but what if some of us, and I'm not saying that one of them is me, because I've <laughs> at least seen the movie. Um, what? Oh, no. With Tom Cruise in it? Oh, no, darling, no. What is War oh, the, the other movie's worse. The other movie is worse. Uh, well, uh, so War of the Worlds mm. is so about... Jeff Wayne's musical yeah, version Jeff, of the War no, no, of the Worlds. Yes, Correct. Yes, yes, yes. Jeff wow. Wayne's version of... God done. Yep. Jeff Wayne's, <laughs> Jeff musical, Wayne's version. musical version of War of the Worlds uh, is about a reporter mm. who one day, uh, you know, Martians, or well, asteroids land Should on Earth. Should I be Earth. timing this? Yeah. Oh. Well, oh, golly. I reckon Chance I can do it in two minutes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like yeah, I just I feel, feel like, like he needs could. a bit of pressure. Here we go. Okay. So uh, there's a reporter. The there are journalists. There's, you know, big old explosion-y uh, asteroid things. And why is there a time limit? Uh, <laughs> Martians are in them. Great. And then the guy's all like, oi, uh, what's this? And then there's a heat ray and it kills a bunch of people. So he runs away to London. Uh, meanwhile, the Martians have got big tripody leg things and he uh, meets an artillery man who, I don't know, might die. But he doesn't because he comes back later. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> he goes to London to find his girl who definitely has a name. And then... Let's call Beth. her girl. Her name Let's is Beth. Her, her oh, name Beth. is Beth. Yes, no, 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 Beth, Beth no. is the priest's wife. Yeah. All right. Carrie? Come on. <laughs> Carrie? Don't look at me Car- like that just because I Harry? have... Harry? Is it Carrie? Way, She's not right? in the character list for this show. So. Yeah, she doesn't have any lines. Uh, yeah. Although in the live version, there is a little video of her. Uh, but anyway, um, so, you know, a bunch of stuff happens. The Thunderchild dies, which was the only last defense against the Martians. But hey, it turns out Martians suck and germs kill them the end. Yay! Ooh, well done! Oh, wow, you missed a whole chunk I did. In I, there. Mi- I missed when the artillery man comes back. I missed when, you know, there's the priest. You had plenty and of time. Oh, but, you <sighs> missed how hot you Richard Burton is. You still got 53 seconds. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Richard Burton's just hot the whole time. And then Liam Neeson came in in the revival. And, yeah. oh, gosh, we know Ooh. how Liam Neeson is. And they played the same role, yes. didn't they? Yes, we yeah. don't call it the revival. We call it the new generation. The new, the new generation. generation, yeah. Um, so I have some thoughts. <laughs> and feelings. Okay. And feelings. Specifically about Jeff Wayne. Yes. You dated him once? And no. It was- <laughs> no. We've no, all been there. There is a certain personality in this world who writes a musical version of The War of the Worlds and doesn't just call it The War of the Worlds. He calls it <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Wayne. Wayne's musical version of The War you of the Worlds. You know who they are. Conducted by Jeff Wayne, starring Jeff Wayne. Yeah. Um, it can be said, because you can say it on radio, he's a wanker. Is he? I don't know if he is, but um, he's very animated in his conducting. Yeah. You can see it in the, the recording of well, the show. Well, you've got to see it because he's there and he's not on stage, so he must be seen. No, he is on stage. Yeah, he is on stage he's too. in the centre of the stage. Yeah. The mm. actors literally have to walk around well, yeah. him. Dead centre. Oh, my because God, that is the wankiest. He is Jeff. Oh, this wait. is Jeff Wayne. That's what I see. in. Oh, oh So no. when the pictures yeah. came up, when you Googled, yeah. that was him. Oh, that was God. Jeff Wayne. Um, <laughs> he is a wanker. <laughs> but, uh, I, well, I don't know if he is, but he, I think he's he might definitely... Be. 
very tell us otherwise, Jeff. Wayne. Into this, like, <laughs> he's very into. This. He's into it. Sorry, can I ask? Is the new generation? Is it called Jeff Wayne's version of the music? The musical version Jeff of Wayne's the world. Musical version of, of the War of the, of the Worlds. A new, new generation. generation. Okay, good. Just wanted to make sure of that. Yeah. To see how far Guys. the winkery goes. Um, the the new generation consisted of um, uh. Liam Neeson instead of yep. Richard Burton. Richard Burton, um, and a real up in the game of the um, holographs. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Big, so the time. Liam Neeson holograph interacts with the stage, the players on stage, yeah. which is actually pretty cool. I mean, the Richard Burton one looks at them. Look. So he like yeah, punches nice. him, yeah. and oh, that's, the first that's pretty impressive. They, actually, they could have done it more yeah. because the first one was actually really impressive. He handed a glass of water to the artillery. Oh. He handed him a glass of water. He was like magic. walking on and then he had a glass of water. I was like, oh, it was sleight of hand magic. It was sleight of hand magic. It was me all along, guys. See, it was yeah. magical Mr. Mistopheles right there. Um, tell me that this guy does not have tickets on himself. I will we'll post Wait, a, a show photo. A photo. I mean, I, he looks like a guy <laughs> in the music industry. I mean, that um, is very and true. And that's what he is. Yeah. He's so got a ticket to is. ride um, <laughs> himself. Musically, though, I, I've... I feel so much. So the original uh, was 1978, mm. I want to say. Sounds right. It's 1978 was the um, original recording, um, which has earned the name of being a concept album yes. in, in two discs. Mm-hmm. So an act one and an act two disc, um, following the story. But it... <laughs> He says in interviews that he didn't, he doesn't know this, he doesn't even know what concept album means. If he wanted to write a concept album, that's what he would have written. That's not what he wrote. He wrote Jeff Wayne's musical version of <laughs> he the wrote War a of the rock Worlds. opera, according yeah. to him. He wrote a well, rock yeah, opera. he didn't. But it's what it's he... not, it, and I think it's it nice. actually came into its own in the two thousand whatever it was that um, the first multimedia production with the holographs and things. Yeah. I think that's actually what it should have been yeah. at the start. This technology wasn't there yet. No. Yeah. So I. I kind of... It is progressive in a I'm lot like, of ways. Good on him for sticking with the project that long. I don't <laughs> yeah. know if he's ever done anything else for this life, but... Yeah, he can, has can we, done quite a bit. Oh, he has? Um, he worked... Um, he did all the DVDs he was David Essex. He was David Essex arranger and producer for a really long time until his dad was like, hey, you remember that time that you wanted to write a musical story? Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's right. So together they read a whole bunch of books and his dad was like, what about H.G. Wells? The War of the Worlds. I think that would make a really great show. And so he was like, okay, I'm going to put some pressure on myself. I'll book a studio. I've given myself six weeks to write the music. Here are like my thoughts, handed the thoughts to his um, dad's wife, and she wrote the script for it. And Aww, then, yeah, so, so it's been, it was a real family kind of. Um, little project after that's we just called him a wanker I know so I'm so sorry uh, excuse me together that is they... what a wanker does he goes hey <laughs> daddy will you listen to no, my his music dad came to I him I don't think it's like that I he don't think it's like that um, I think he's just very passionate about the project he is he may have also edited whatever KB is writing he, could, he may he may he may have um, but the song Forever 
Autumn was mm. already one of his songs. And so when he was in that process of writing that piece of the show, he was like, "This what I'm writing sounds like a show, song I've already written. And it was a it was a, for a commercial to begin with. That's how it started. <laughs> it started for a Lego commercial. Yeah, should be a right. Lego commercial. Yeah. To be fair, Forever Autumn is kind of, kind of like stands out. It's yeah. Like completely yeah, I was going to say. That's sung from the point of the point of view as the journalist, right? Yeah. yeah. It's meant to be him, but it's not Richard yeah. Dunn singing. The it's, um, inner voice so of the journalist. Uh, he was like, it's already... Which is a much nicer voice <laughs> for singing. Yes. It, and he was like, this is the point of the, so- the show, which is about loss, and it's about, and I've written this song that fits perfectly, and I, although I want this to be a completely original work, this is the song that fits, and I have written it, so I'm just, I'm going to put it in there. Now he sounds like a lazy yeah. man. <laughs> no, he... Back to um, um, there yes. is a There is quite a bit of reusing the music. Yeah. I'd like to say there's maybe three musical themes that we hear a say, lot. We call it a theme. <laughs> a theme. Um, which reminds me of another writer who's from England <laughs> who's Truly done quite mm. well reusing a lot of his material. Oh, did you say, did you say his material? Somebody else's material. There we go. <laughs> reusing somebody else's material. But when you listen to this, it really really does feel very Andrew Lloyd Webber. It does a, a little. Yeah, that, it, um, I think it's a synth, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, no, not synth-y. just that. It's also that classical rock blend. Yeah. Oh, and the way it's orchestrated <laughs> is very, very 1970s Lloyd Webber. Well, 70s, 80s I think it was ish. probably just like 70s. That's what they were doing. That, that was what the 70s was. Yeah. They're like, this All is right. going to be the new sound. It has sold a lot of copies yes, of that yes. album, though. Like, like, even now, it's what? It was named the 32nd best-selling studio album of all time in the UK. I mean, that was last year. We contributed (laughs) to the streams today. (laughs) (laughs) It's legitimately the first DVD, uh, first CD I remember owning. And... Yeah, I, it was the first musical I remember listening to a lot. Definitely a Mistopheles now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's crazy. Guys, um, what about the elephant in the room? That Shannon Knoll has been in the uh, show. She played the priest. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it was wonderful. I saw that live Wasn't and it there? is boring. Yes. That's that the voice. That's like if you the worst to- idea. <laughs> Because I was like, that's a really weird choice. But then I listened to you the listen songs to the, yeah. that he's meant yeah. to be singing and I'm like, it does it does suit Shannon Knoll's yeah. voice. Yes, it absolutely Very does. well. Yeah. <laughs> More so than Jason Donovan, yes. who played it just before or, him. Or uh, Michael Falzon, who <laughs> yeah. also has played no, it. Like, far too close. Yeah. Like uh, he didn't Knoll. look much like the book because I'm pretty sure he still had the soul patch. Probably. As oh. this, Disgusting. As this 1890s uh, uh, priest. You know he what? had a soul patch. He probably refused to the shave design. it just probably. to be a wanker. The design of the production is usually quite, um, what's the, what's the, um, uh, what's the word? Steampunk-ish? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, a little sort of modern take on yeah. rather than authentically. I think it's period. interesting though with this with this project in general is that it's always a step ahead of its time so the book was the kind of the prototype for science fiction so it was ahead of its game in that way hg wells was the first kind of science fiction writer and then when orson wells turned it into a radio play it had people were so freaked out by it thinking it was a real broadcast that he had to make a public apology the next day again a little bit ahead of its time and now this show has come out and it's got holograms interacting with live actors on stage again it's that once and it was produced too soon because it wasn't able to have the technology yeah everything about war of the worlds has always been a step ahead of 
where the world is at. And yeah. that, I think, is the most fascinating thing about this project. I just love it. What will be next, guys? The I next mean, let's iteration. not talk about the movie. <laughs> it was not ahead of its time. No. Both, both of the movies were pretty bad. What's the other one? Uh, it was, uh, I want to say, early 70s. I think it was before this musical, Jeff Wayne's musical version of War of the Worlds. Um, instead of tripods, they were flying machines, and the whole thing was about a scientist who was trying to figure out the Martians, and they nuke them at one point. It's bad. It's not good. Hmm. It's bad. It, it, what Too many makes, liberties with the story. What this- makes the War of the Worlds work is that it's always just like one person who's looking at the stuff happening, and they don't really understand it. That's why I prefer the Tom Cruise one, because Tom Cruise is just a deadbeat dad. Yeah. This one is just a journalist. Yeah, it's a, that's old that movie. was definitely before Jeff Wayne's musical version yeah. of the War of the Worlds. Gosh, that's a long title. It's a long title. Um, I like the story um of how he got Richard Burton to play the role. Tell us the story, please. Um, okay, this is my fun fact, guys. And I'm just going to quote the article that, he, like, it was an interview with Jeff Wayne. So it's his words. <laughs> During the composing period, I realised the journalist character was the key, the thread that ran through the whole thing. I wanted someone with a voice that would take the listener right inside this world. In my view, Richard Burton's voice was like a musical instrument. So I I wrote him a letter, no emails in those days, addressed to the theatre in New York where he was doing um, Equus. A few days later, his manager called to say Richard loved the idea. Count him in, dear boy, he said. I'll never forget those words. I was in shock. Um, Richard was about to go to California to do The Exorcist follow-up. So David Essex and um, Jeff were like, let's go to California to record with him. While they were doing The Exorcist 2, they were like, oh, yeah, by the way. By the way, let's record this non-concept album. Yes. (laughs) Not a concept album. Not a concept album. But I just love the, like, count count him in, dear boy. And it's like the 70s. It's not like (laughs) at all the time you would think that would be the 1800s. I like the fact that he's like, the journalist is the key to everything. It's literally the main character in the book. You would yeah. think the main character in the book is probably mm. the key to everything. Yeah. Unless you were making a movie with Tom Cruise and then you would cut the journalist out altogether. Well, that's true. Yeah. Or if you're making the 1950s movie and make it a scientist. Yeah. 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 Um, it's, it is, um, it's always had something to say, mm-hmm. this story. And it's, I think it sticks with us because it's timeless in a sense mm. because you know, aliens appearing could happen literally at any time. They uh, might already be here. They might already be here if you watched the Tom Cruise version. <laughs> um, but it, well, technically the, that was just the machines were already here. They the, travelled by a yeah. <laughs> The political commentary of the story stays 100% yeah. relevant mm. and is probably possibly even more relevant now than it, before. It's kind of cycled around and become <laughs> yeah, relevant again. Yeah, become relevant again. But um, I did think it was this latest version in the new generation added a whole section at the beginning with footage of the aliens talking about why they had to leave Mars yeah. and come to Earth. Right. Their Wi-Fi password. And it was... Or... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's rough, like, guys. It's rough. Uh I think that was an unnecessary addition, but I can kind of see what they were trying to. They were trying to make to I make think, it about an a bit of an environmental state, yeah. as well, oh, saying okay. we've used up all our resources and yeah. you know there's nothing left to do but go and. I mean, that was always the case because that's why they brought the wet, red weed here. It was always like uh, they used up but their to resources. Have blatantly they came to us. sort of yeah, that kind of ruins it, it honestly. But the other thing that it ruined for me was it gave the 
aliens in themselves a design and a voice. And yeah, I'm like, I don't like that. I wanted to. That was better being a mystery. Yeah, exactly what they looked like. Were they trying to why make they were here and aliens though more uh, personable? Which I don't like either. <laughs> I know. It's a strange sort of, tactic. Sort of so that you can see them as a villain yeah. in the story. Like, sorry, can I ask what they look like in the new generation? I haven't listened to the... I've Blobs. listened to one... Oh, yeah, because uh, they, are, they, are, they do describe them uh, when they first come out of the uh, tubes. All brains. Uh, they are uh, thick, leathery, pretty much blobs with big disc-shaped eyes. Uh, they describe it exactly how they describe it in the book. The disc-shaped eyes are just like holes in yeah. this design and they yeah. have like a weird sort of uh, mouth thing with tentacles coming out of it. Yeah, that, that's pretty much how they're described. A blob. A blob. Big yeah. old blob because uh, the weight, the, sorry, the gravity on Mars is really low so they'd have to be really big to stick to the ground. Oh. Yeah. Have you been to Mars? I have actually. Uh, <laughs> oh no. So Martians are <laughs> upon us already. Oh my god. Guys, guys, guys. Uh, yes. yes. Are you ready for bad reviews with Julie? Oh, this <laughs> is the new segment, Chance. You need to yeah. get yourself a theme need, tune. Yeah, what is it? Dennet net bad reviews with Julie. <laughs> <laughs> I think it needs to be duh, duh, duh. It needs to be more. We've got that somewhere. Anyway, I won't put that pressure on Zane. This is a um, a review uh, in The Independent by Holly Williams. It's a two star. Uh, Ooh. Uh, she loved five. it. Uh, the War of the Worlds Dominion Theatre London Review. Bombastic, bloated, and accidentally hilarious. Oh dear! There's potential for it to become a kittish cult classic. So bad it's delicious style, but there's a lot that's just bad, bad. Aww. What year is this review? Sorry, Friday the nineteenth of February, twenty sixteen, at one forty eight. So this is the new generation. This is, is the this new the new generation, or a, like to be. a community production? Um, no, the Dominion, Dominion in Theater. West End. This is oh. a West End production of it. Guys, it's in the independent. Google it if you want the rest of the review. I just thought that was a tasty little... It's bad, bad. Mm. It's funny because the s- there's just a lot of... It's bad, bad. It's bad, bad. <laughs> CBS um, USA was like, we don't want it. But CBS UK was like, we love it. Let's back it big time. So it's interesting that the reviews from the UK are not so long. <laughs> I would like to know whether that's the new generation or not, just because... It- I'm have not to be listening to just the music of it. I didn't like a new generation very much, but I think that's just because I've been they brought up with the original. Added in more, they made it longer. They made oh, it longer. No, the, the, the music is already very much like here's here's the uh, you know music. theme of this yeah. song, and then we'll repeat it three or four times. Yeah. Um, with a long bridge of instrumental in the middle, which mm. is the same thing. I wasn't entirely sure. Which when version? the music changed. Yeah. Well, it's like, are we on a new track yet? The, the, it's actually sort of interesting the way the songs weave together yeah. and have the... You know, I actually think it's really interesting in form and there's some interesting ideas and themes, but they're overused and a little too repetitive for yeah. me. It's really good to put on the in the background and you have like nice sing-along moments because <laughs> you learn it the first verse and you, you know package it together in the second verse and then by the <laughs> third and fourth and fifth iterations you know it you can sing along it well look it's true it's true but some people um gave it some awards and those people were steven spielberg george lucas and alfred hitchcock decided they that they gave honor, honorary honorary excellence in music they writing might. so 
Well, this um, it was interesting, and the Wait, way they voiced the aliens in the music, the way they used the it themes in the music. It was the best recording in science fiction and fantasy. They gave, yeah, yeah. See, that makes. I sense mean, how to many me. other options were there? Uh, the um, Doctor Who know. theme tune's pretty good, oh, guys. Yeah, no, it's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't go for like an hour. Bam, bam, bam. Amazing. little delay on the button there. Sorry, guys. Um, let's talk about casting. Let's talk about cast, baby. Yeah. I've forgotten his name. How could I forget Zac his Efron. name? Liam Neeson. Zac Efron's musical version of The War of the Worlds. I put Zac Efron in Wait. as the voice of humanity. I would put Zac Efron in as the artilleryman. Yeah, I, no. I immediately thought the artilleryman. Adam Garcia has played it and I want him back because he's you my first love. casting people who've done it already, KB. Fine, Zac Efron is the artillery man and Adam Garcia can play the voice of humanity because that was a role he hasn't played before, even though he's done the show before. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah, good, good, good on you. Although Jason Donovan went from artillery man to the priest pastor. What's his name? The priest. Parson. The pastor? No, Nathaniel. Nathaniel. Oh, yeah. Nathaniel. They say that name quite a lot. You'd think I'd remember (laughs) by now. Nathaniel. Nathaniel. Um, Whereas I only remember Beth because it's Beth every Wait, time when she dies. Yeah. What? Spoiler alert! <laughs> but I really want to. Okay, Carrie Hope and flies Fletcher into heaven. Played Beth, and she's really good. So can we just pretend that your rule doesn't exist anymore and keep her? Just think of somebody else. Well, she's like a very wow. like Barrett. Will super I don't mean to be looking at your screen, but you've just kept like most of the yep. cast. Liam Neeson is generally yeah. amazing. I would keep Liam Neeson in Liam anything. Neeson is generally amazing, but you no. know who else can be Liam Neeson? Sam Neill. <laughs> no, that's fair. <laughs> or Ray Fiennes. Just Ray stealing Fiennes. it from He'd somewhere else you put. Ray Fiennes would be good. He I reckon Idris good. Elba would be great I as the him as journalist. The voice of, of NASA. I oh, think the yeah. NASA bit is always unnecessary. That's yeah. the, that's the part but where I always skip. But that's why you put Idris Elba into that role. Oh, so, so I'll actually listen. Yeah. So because that's you want to hear his voice. I always want to hear Idris right? Elba's voice. I know how to do things. <laughs> I'd rather I be the journalist, put, though. I just put rockish voice for Parson Nathaniel. <laughs> um, I think put. you could take the original Australian cast of... Jesus Christ Superstar. And put it into the show. Plant it into this show. <laughs> you could probably put the original cast of any of Jesus Christ Superstars around the world and put them all I want all the, the Johns. You want all the Johns? And Kate Soprano. <laughs> yep. Um, that's, that's it. Done. Yep. John Farnham. I have Kate As Kate. not in it. <laughs> no, he's in it. No, he's not. Yeah, John he Farnham has had too many comebacks. This John cannot be another <laughs> one. No, I'm totally keen for John, John Farnham being John Stevens Nathaniel. can play the voice of humanity. Okay. And John Legend Waters. <laughs> Waters. <play>. <laughs> He can play um, the journalist, but the one that Guys, doesn't sing. Did you notice <laughs> we all just named a different John? <laughs> Jesus Christ. They were John? all in the same cast. Not John Legend. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm naming the good cast. I'm sure the English will be in this. I would it? argue John Waters is the best we've cast so far. Yeah. Um, Zach Efron. Oh, no, good point. Sorry, sorry. 
Jackie. <laughs> Can we just make Zac Efron the journalist? I want to put Jeremy Jordan as the, the singing journalist, but that's only because I cast him in everything now. It's him and Zac Efron. I want to put Jeremy Irons in Ooh, as the singing so journalist. Good. No, oh, put him in singing, as the normal singing channel. Forever Autumn. Yeah. I can't imagine Jeremy Irons singing Forever Autumn. He is yep. very good live. But guys. you know what? It's just because the guy who was in the cast of the DVD that I was watching, actually, sorry, it was Blu ray. Um, <laughs> ahead of its time, War of the Worlds, uh, <laughs> looked just a little bit like Jeremy Irons. He's so, very good. That's who I can And see. all, uh, as I have come to realise, um, all British actors seem to have been trained um, in the vocal techniques of the singer as well as the actor. The singer, so yes. I reckon he'd pull it off. Totally. Just fine. Totally pull it off. Um, Julie? Yeah, any babe. thoughts, feelings, concerns of this None one? None of them. No? <laughs> wow. <laughs> None of them at all? No, no concerns. Okay. Not worried about any of it. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. So is that it? Are we done? I mean, if I'm not allowed to keep half the cast, then yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's talk top fives. Top five most successful concept albums. Yes. That aren't um, concept albums? Take that. That are not concept albums. <laughs> it is a concept album. Um, I'm going to say top five surprisingly popular musicals. <laughs> surprisingly? <laughs> it sold 15 million copies. Is surprisingly. Very surprisingly. popular. I'd give it a um, top five Shannon Knowles. Yeah. Yep. Well, he's only got one <laughs> and this might be it. <laughs> top five progressive Boy. rock musicals. Yeah. Yeah. Top five alien musicals. There, there in should there, be more of those. There should be more. There isn't, though. Is there, What else would be on that list? Might be top one. Aliens. 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 Is there a Superman the musical yet? Um, there is, so there yes, is. that counts. There we counts. go. You've got an alien there. Does That's it count? Alien. Is that an counts? alien? Okay. E.T. the musical? I don't e. know. E.T. the musical. I'm Googling alien musicals as What about uh, top alien five the musical? Po- apocalyptic yeah. musicals? Alien verse musical. There you go. What? Um I, I'd put it in that. I'd put it in that list. Yeah. I'd also put it in the list of musicals I never knew existed. That's a personal top Guys! five. I'm I'm surprised when people don't know it. Producer Zane has just pointed at that little shop. Is that a question though? Depending on how that's directed, maybe not. <gasps> Rocky Rocky Horror. Yeah, oh, Rocky Horror. Yeah. Oh, yeah! <laughs> So there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot more. I think it's still top musicals. five. Yeah, uh, still top five guys. I think there's a lot. Um, uh, top five shows that work well in arena spectacular form. Yes. Top five. Top five holograms. Holograms. <laughs> Hologram, holograph. I know shows. that Tupac concert's pretty good. Um, I think that. Ooh, top five Liam Neesons as well. Top I feel like Liam how many how many other Liam Neeson musicals have there been? I feel like everything Liam yeah. Neeson does is it's a top five. Top five Liam Neeson. It's a top one hundred and fifty thousand list. Of <laughs> <Liam> <laughs> um, I think that's too like a like a lesson in that um, there is um. There are there are different ways to do musicals. We talked about that last on last week's episode, but it's like I never ever thought that a hologram interacting with an actor on stage would be a thing that could be amazing, you know. Until there was slide pan magic, and all, <laughs> you know, and that's really fun. I, Did we skip 
lessons. I believe we did have because I... I have a very important lesson that I learned. You know what? I don't want to My microphone stand was over it. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> What's Guys. We'll come back to it. We'll come Let's back finish to it. Okay. top five. Oh, really? We're not just going to not do it? <laughs> Hologram. No, no, we'll top back. five holograms. Top five episodes Miranda forgot a segment on. It's probably about five. Top five Definitely. book to movie to musical, even though they're all different iterations. Nah, book mate. No. Well, not I mean, taking technically it. Technically, it's, it's the same based book. on the book yeah. rather than the movie. That's true. But you could consider it the radio play. The radio play is That's also true. the same story. Book so. to radio play to musical. <laughs> Ooh, Orson think, Welles would have been a good narrator. He dude. would have been a good journalist. Yeah, good old Orson. But that's not what we're doing right now. No, we're not. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. We're mixing up the segments for fun today, guys. This is just a complete um, mess. I don't have any more top fives. Neither do I. Mm. Do I have any? Is the real question. Oh, top come on, five. No, we're not doing it. Oh, it was a joke. Okay, let. It. How about? No. <laughs> how about? No. Personally, I blame myself for this, guys. Why? <laughs> I don't. I blame Miranda. Everyone else in the room's blaming me, so it's fine. Um, so, no. has anyone learned any lessons from? No, because we skipped it. Now. Oh, <laughs> anything. <laughs> Um, I learned that holograms um, <laughs> interaction with actors could be a really cool concept yeah, in the is. show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I, I learned – now this was just from when I watched it live because I've seen this live. Yes. Uh, there's always been a bit in the music that I've always been like, what the hell is that sound? Where it's like a wah, 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 wah. It's during the first half. Yes. And when I saw it live, it turns out it's a guy. Yes. What? With a microphone going yes. wah wah. Yes, it is. It's like Never Meet Your Heroes, guys. It's uh, never really meet disappointing. Your <laughs> it's not the synth. It's not an orchestra. It's no. just a dude. It's with just a, a dude mind. going wah wah. No, but you I think couldn't cool. tell that though. No, well, you no, really couldn't they, hear it because I mean, it's got like a voice. Well, now, yeah, but I knew that was a dude. I, now I know that. Like when I listen to it now, I'm like, oh yeah, that was really obvious. No, but it could very easily have been like a guitar wah wah sound. Wah wah. Mm, yeah, wah, it could have been. It could have been. It could have. It could have. I'm not saying it wasn't. I um, just like making the sound. When I listen to the when I listen to the soundtrack, I always think I can hear one of those things that you play that doesn't have any. Oh, uh, ther- ther- theremin. Theremin. That's oh, it. I love that thing. But then when in the live, I couldn't see a theremin. Yeah, I haven't. So I then I was like, either. oh, you know what that would be. Not. Keyboard, yeah, it oh. might be, and then Here, that makes me sad. Here's a way to hurt you. It's a but keyboard. in the 70s, the theremin was pretty. It, it was probably, pretty probably was in so the it first might have been edition originally. In the original recording, yeah. they but don't trust anyone to play stage, it live. Yeah, because like people would be like playing with bows and stuff, and if that bow goes over the theremin, it's going to well, m- ruin the music. Move it further away. <laughs> now you want the theremin the in the action. It's in the green room. That's why we never um, saw it. It was in the green room the yeah. whole time. Maybe. Maybe it was there and I couldn't see it. I learned Shannon Knoll is an amazing priest, guys. Amazing. Uh, he was the best part. Wow. I would look, well, okay, I think no. that Nolsey was robbed and I personally think he's very talented. Were so I would you potentially blinded by being like, I know that guy. No, because no, I was going else. going, Why the hell is Nolsey in this? This is gonna be the worst. <laughs> um, because Nolsey was robbed and we're trying to give <laughs> yeah. him back. 
what was taken from him. So we're just trying to build him up, build him up, give him everything. Yeah. Um, I learned that if you want someone to be in your show, you just have to write them a letter. A very nice letter. A very nice letter. Well, we have done a lot of that. Have we, though? (laughs) Dear Zach Efron. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're not stalkers. Uh, We just talk about you a lot. I've just looked up the orchestra, Miranda. Yes. For you. For me? Yes. There is uh, absolutely... None. No theremin. No, no theremin. Uh, it's Thomas Gandley on keyboards slash synthesizers. It's always going to be the synth. There is a harp, though. There. Like a rock harp. I, yes, there is. That's Julia Thornton, percussion harp, and more keyboards. There is one, two, three, four. A lot of keyboards. Five, six, seven, seven. Seven keyboards in the one show. But they all need to make different sounds. Yes, yes all. Yes. Yeah, you could probably use instruments for that, but no, no, no. whatever. Because there's a lot of instruments. There's a lot of electronic well. music. Yeah, it is. And this is it, the, the, what I was talking about before that blend of the the classical orchestra sort of sound and the rock sound was like massive, massive use of strings and then yeah. electronic and rock. And for some reason, the harp is on the rock side of the band, not on the strings side of the band. But that's a whole a, other thing. A, anyway, a, we're doing lessons. It's a rock harp. So we're learning we them right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what have we learned from... Um, I learned that music world. really can be part of the sound design. Because like, as a filmmaker, mm. I'm like very into sound. Mm. And, and I didn't really realise how much it affected me until I saw it live. And I noticed... How many of the sounds, like like the heat ray is just music again. And then they shine a big light in your eyes. And it was real cool, guys. <laughs> yeah, shined yeah, a think... big light in your eyes. Yeah, there was, a big, there was a big tripod that came down and it shot a light at you. And I was like, oh, I'm dead. Oh, no. Heat ray. Heat probably. ray. Sound design Burn and musicals. Mm. <laughs> um, I think yeah. there is certainly lessons to be learned about good ways to use a theme and yeah. use musical... Uh, licks, I guess. Yeah. To and maybe cut it them. down by 10 minutes. Yeah. Look, I learnt maybe less repeats. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes less is more. Sometimes less is more. I've forgotten his name again already. Jeff Wayne. Jeff Wayne. <laughs> how, how could you forget? Don't let Jeff Wayne hear this. If, Jeff, he, if Jeff Wayne finds out that you've forgotten who Jeff Wayne is while we're talking about Jeff Wayne's musical version of War of the Worlds. You know what his I learned? In the title. He already It's knows. not called The War of the Worlds. It's called Jeff, Jeff Wayne's, Wayne's musical, musical version <laughs> of The War of the Worlds. I will admit, I did not realise that until today. I feel like I've always seen it because it says Jeff Wayne in pretty big letters up the top. There's actually, um, I I watched a bit of an interview, which is a DVD extra, sorry, Blu-ray extra. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And he he very specifically says that he named it that for a reason. And what was the reason? Did he name the reason? Yeah. So that... (laughs) people knew that it wasn't just the War of the Worlds. Well, I guess whenever someone talks about the book, it's always H.G. Wells' The War of the Worlds. And this is Jeff Jeff Wayne's musical version of... So maybe that's why. And then we call the Tom Cruise one the Tom Cruise one. Oh, I thought we called it bad. Yes, we did. (laughs) No, the 50s one is badder. Badder. Burra. Badder. Did anything else we learned from The War of the Worlds? I I... Look. Religious people crazy? Whoa, yeah. Yep. In some places. <laughs> the, the pastor is the first one to go completely nuts. Pastor yeah. sounds so good right now, guys. <laughs> With nuts, maybe? No, Nathaniel, no. Pine nuts, yeah, right. 
is happening? <laughs> I don't know. Did you learn any more lessons from the War of the Worlds? I maybe? did not learn any more lessons well, from the War Well, we might let this one go. And we've already done Dreamcast and Top 5. <laughs> so we're just heading into the end of the episode now. Are you all prepared for this? I'm ready. Are you ready for the end? I am. And this is it, guys. We're at the end of the episode. <laughs> there's there's a lot of laughter happening at the table. It's because Julie and I were dancing during our musical interstitial. And it was similar and to begin with. Yeah, then we ended. <laughs> and it was identical <laughs> to end with. It was great. And now it we've spent too much time together. <laughs> Keep going. I think the Definitely. audience really liked it. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> this I is did. what you learned, though, during the live uh, That is true. I really did. Though, <laughs> is that we dance during the interstitial music. We do. It's fun. And drink during the whole recording. Anyway, um, John They know that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming on. Oh, it was a pleasure. Thank um, you for bringing us. Oh, God. Jeff, Jeff Wayne. <laughs> Are you serious? Jeff Wayne's musical. <laughs> I'm really bad with names. She wasn't even acting. <laughs> He's got two first names. It's confusing. It's like Bruce Wayne. Yes. But Bruce yes. Wayne. Yes. But different. <laughs> Thank you for bringing us Jeff Wayne's musical version of the War of the Worlds. A new generation. No, that, that no was not a new generation. Not a new no generation. No offense. I love Liam Neeson, but I don't like Richard the music. Richard Burton's very good too. Yes. Mm. Um, great to see a good little British show doing so it well. It is. Uh, <laughs> it's, it was fun to go back and listen to it because I haven't mm. in, in many, many a year and finally watch my Blu-ray disc. How long have you had the Blu-ray disc? I've owned the Blu-ray disc for about five years and never watched it before yesterday. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I gave you a reason. Thank you. No, I'm glad too. I, and I watched all the extras. I'm very enlightened. Um, who are you? What are you doing? Oh, well. Um, <laughs> this geez. is Chan Star Henderson. He's been here for the last hour talking about. Do you not remember? Oh, man, this is embarrassing. I'm bad with names. Okay. <laughs> Jeff, uh, Jeff, was it? Yeah, J- Jeff Wayne. Jeff Wayne. Uh, I made the musical version <laughs> of. Uh, no, uh, so I'm I'm Chan Star. I'm uh, also on one of the podcasts under this lovely umbrella of that's not Canon Productions uh, called Mighty Motion Picture Rangers. We review movies and stuff. I'm also part of another uh, review website called inconceivablereviews.com. dot com. Mm. Uh, I recently. This word. I don't think it means what you think it means. That's exactly why we called it that. Uh, we, uh, I actually recently had my most recent reviewed shared by the director of the film. I saw and now that. I'm super uncomfortable because oh, I'm like, no. oh no. You can was be quoted. A, was it a good review? I mean, I think they said it was fair and balanced. And I was like, well, oh. that's good. <laughs> you want a fair and balanced review. Exactly. I, I, I tore into the technical side a bit too much, maybe. Oh, they shared it, though. Yeah, they shared it. Yeah. I, I love the movie, so it was good. I think oh, it's good. important to to give your opinion honestly. I think people appreciate that. I do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Jeff Wayne appreciates Jeff it. Jeff Wayne, yeah. He now um, appreciates the fact that Jeff you know Wayne, his name. The wanker. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we, not all of us condone this message. Uh, <laughs> opinions. Yes, yes. Um, so... Well, thank you. Do you have anything else to share? Uh, plug? Pff, probably, no? but I never remember these things. I'm not good at self-promotion. You have some uh, films up oh, yeah, that I've got, people yeah, can watch. Yeah, why not? I've got films. Mm. You can you can find my films. I've got L Plates and, and Pizza Deliverance both on Vimeo.com. You can find them probably if you if you look for them. Uh, 
Both of them are action comedies, and my most recent film, Lace, should be released maybe at the end of the year, depending on if I get into this film festival within the next week. Thanks for guys. Who knows? Well, all the best with your filming career well, and review. You. We look forward to hearing uh, your review of Tom Cruise's version <laughs> of The War of the Worlds um, on Mighty Motion Picture Rangers very soon. I feel like we've done it already. <laughs> oh. I can't remember. We'll have to go back and find out. Anyway, thank you very much. I have been Miranda Selwood. Oh, what? Sorry? Cats. 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 Yeah, don't forget about cats. Just one I more, forgot about cats. We already spoke one about cats. One more plug for cats so one that more people plug know. For cats. All right. It's been a long episode. <laughs> <laughs> I've probably forgotten everything. They're like, Jeff Wayne, that's the only thing I remember. Bruce Jeff. Wayne, Batman was in this musical. <laughs> Guys, we're doing a live episode <laughs> of Cats. It's happening Boxing Day, December 26th. Be there, be square. You can find it on our Facebook. There's a beautiful little event. Click that you're going. Go pay your tickets. There's only 50 seats. So it's very exclusive. Be very exclusive. Be square. And feel free to dress up as a cat, but don't. But do. <laughs> Dress up Thank as a CGI you. Cat. This has been Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. I'm Miranda Selwood. That's Julie Eisentrager. And that's it's me, KB. KB, thank you very much, Chancellor, for coming Bye. on. Thank you, Producer Zane. Let's go home. Bye. <laughs> Let's talk about X, baby. Ah, crappy relationships, the bane of our collective existence. But what do we learn from our mistakes? I'm relationship columnist Liz Bess. And I'm funny guy Tom Harris. Ghosts of Boyfriends Past will chat to guests about love gone wrong and take you on a journey through the funny, tragic, horrifying... And sometimes just plain bonkers stories about that crazy little thing called love. It's like a group therapy session. With two people completely unqualified to be leading it. New episodes drop fortnightly on Thursday, so join in to hear tales of heartbreak and woe and hopefully wind up a little wiser or drunker for it. That's Not Kind of Productions podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.